Hello, welcome everyone to our super secretive uh, members only secret handshake expansion pack here where we talk to you about stuff that's not just about the news, even though there was a big news thing that happened. But we're going to save that for another time where we can talk about how, how little that meant to anyone. But, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, we're going to talk about other stuff like uh, comedy and games just because I don't know why. But uh, I decided we decided together that we would talk about our. I, I made a top five. I'm sure you guys did as well, also, right? Mm, I did. I did. Okay, cool. And I, and this and I'm just warning. This is probably going to be like I might not even edit this episode just because I don't have time to. So bear with us on this. It might just I might just throw it up there just as is, just because my time is pretty short. I only Sounds have so me. I only have so many days left in this country <laughs> before uh, before I leave forever. But um, yeah. So, yeah, we're going to talk about some comedy stuff. I don't know how you guys... It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird to talk about comedy in games, I guess, because I don't really... Uh, I don't know. It's like, uh, I guess what could be funny to some people could be not funny to other people. I kind of just went for... I kind of went for, like, some of the earliest things that I laughed at, I guess, in games is kind of what I went for. So, mine are kind of... I kind of went for the same thing. Mine are yeah, kind, of a retro, that... more, kind of a more retro thing. I went for things that made an impression on me, so they're not all, like, super retro, but stuff that stuck with me where I was like, maybe I didn't like roll around on the floor and laugh about it, but I, I still thought about it. I don't think I've rolled around things. on the floor and laughed at anything ever in my entire life. So uh, you haven't games. games. <laughs> Not anything. No, I just well, thought I, I haven't watched the nutty professor part two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, you know what? I, I don't think I did. So there you go. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not that huge of a fan of comedy anyway. So I mean, it's just like it depends on what kind of comedy it is, I guess. And I think the best comedy and the comedy that I go for is the surprise comedy, like Jeremy's joke right there. You never expected you to say <laughs> "Nutty Professor 2. and that's and that's a good joke in my in my opinion. But yeah, I kind, I kind of went for stuff that I was like, well, what, what was the first thing that I thought was like, oh wow, this is actually funny, or this is actually like a comedic thing, or. Or it's just like completely ridiculous, and that's what makes it funny. You know, that's kind of what I went for on it. And I tried to just like go through some of my earliest ones, and I, for some reason I could not find anything from the NES that I found funny. Maybe you guys are going to say stuff, and I'll be like, "Oh shit, why didn't I think of that?" But I couldn't think of any any offhand that I was like, was, oh, it, "That's from to me." It was it was harder to find things pre like thirty two bit sixty four bit era because comedy I think is generally more a cinematic thing, and games as well as being a new medium at the time uh didn't really have the 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 language to do like you know set up a joke i mean there were funny cute things in there there was funny animations that kind of thing but uh, i found the same thing that all my list is pretty much 64 and later okay and i think because of that yeah well i mean i don't i don't want to say i don't want to say what all my what all my stuff is on here just because of uh spoilers and all that but i definitely didn't have anything from the nes so i'll say that right there Same. do you just want to we could just do like we'll just switch on each on each number yeah instead of just Everybody doing do number five keep okay. going all right let's see make sure i have my make sure my list is is all good here all right and some of them are just like stupid but still kind of i remember them i don't know why because my first one here you're going to be like why did you find that funny or why did you even put this on your list but this is what I put on there. Okay, so number five on uh, some of the funniest moments in games to me is Zangief's ending from Street Fighter 2. And uh, if you're not familiar with what happens to Zangief at the end of Street Fighter 2, 
Uh, basically, Mikhail Gorbachev comes down on a helicopter and jumps down right in front of him after you beat Bison, Vega, whatever you want to call him. And uh, he basically congratulates uh, Zangief on being such a great such a great fighter and all that. And Gorbachev was the president of Russia at the time. And the game ends with uh, Zangief and Gorbachev doing the uh, squat dance, which you've seen the Russian dance where they kick their legs out. And I don't know why, but I just thought it was so weird <laughs> that I thought it was it's absolutely... so stereotypically Russian. I mean, the American I... equivalent would be like Ronald Reagan flying in with some hamburgers or something. Yeah, <laughs> pretty yeah. much. Yeah. It's just really funny because it just stops and then this helicopter comes down and, and it's like, it's fucking Mikhail Gorbachev. Like he's, you know, he's got the like, you know, the, the mark on his head and all that. Like, you know, mm. you know what he looks like. And uh, yeah, and it's his face like just telling it's like this is what you had for Zangief as his uh, background here was that he just I guess he was there to impress the president of Russia and it just it almost sounds like an like a like the same kind of humor they were putting in Tetris oh oh yeah like the yeah like the rocket the Russian is like the rocket taking off and the guys dancing and all that stuff Mm. It's just it's just kind of fun and and I think what I thought was really really funny and what really stuck with me that the why I thought of this is just how hilarious the animation looks of him doing like the kick dance or the squat dance because you know Zangief is like a huge person it's like a huge character and like his whole mm. huge body it's just kind of popping up and down his legs are going like completely out you know like 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 that and it just look the, the animation of it just looks ridiculous and that's why I think it looks so funny and that's definitely the funniest ending of all the Street Fighter stuff. And and coming and just compared to all the other endings, it just seems so bizarre to me always that uh that that's the way it ends. Uh, Zangief dances with Gorbachev. Cool. There you go. The end credits. I don't know. It's it's just like I'm like what is I'm like what is one of the first things that I remember like laughing at? And I was like oh well Street Fighter. I remember that. I don't know why that one came to me, but for some reason the bizarreness of of Zangief and all that. And Zangief is awesome. I love that character. They said a lot of funny stuff to each other too, like when they would show the little like when you played single player mode and there you would get the little quotes at the end and be mm-hmm. like, Go home to your family. And like uh some of that stuff wasn't meant to be funny, but it was really funny. You'll you'll never you'll never defeat Shang Long or <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the, the, the Ryu one. Yeah. But yeah, that that was just the one that sticks out because every well, I guess the I guess the Blanca one's pretty funny too. Where his mom shows up and she finds mm-hmm. her long lost son Jimmy, who is who has been who has been lost in the in the plane wreck, not Charlie, Jimmy. But um, I mean that was always pretty funny. And there was there was a similar ending to that in Killer Instinct. If you beat it with Idol, which is uh, who is the main, who is like the boss of the game, you can, there's a code mm-hmm. where you can unlock Idol, and you can go through and beat the game as Idol. And it does the same thing where uh, Idol's like mom shows up supposedly, and she calls him Billy, yeah, Billy Idol, and. uh and he ends up killing her. It's the way it ends. <laughs> she shows up and she's like, oh, Billy. And then it like kind of cuts away and then you hear a scream and it, it's just implied that he killed her, that he killed this lady that thought that he was her son. So that's and a pretty matricide. weird. Yeah. That's <laughs> some weird, uh, <laughs> weird hilarity that came from the Street Fighter stuff and all that, which is kind of like, OK, that's weird, but kind of funny at the same time. So there you go. I don't think I can say anything else about Zangief and his ending.
Well, uh, my number five would be something that's, I guess, not too spoilery, but I mean, much like Zangief's ending, you just heard. Um, for me, it was a scene in my favorite game, or at least my f- favorite RPG, which is Chrono Trigger. I don't know it's kind of a obscure game. Not a lot of people know about it. But, surprise, uh, surprise on that one. <laughs> <laughs> There's a scene. This game's full of funny stuff, and you're gonna. I'm, I'm probably gonna say that line a lot in this episode, but. This game has a lot of funny moments in it, and um, a lot of them are kind of like rooted in, you know, sort of the anime tropes of like, uh, were you looking at my butt kind of humor or whatever. But uh, this was what was really funny, but at the time, terrifying the first time I played it. But now going back to it, it makes me laugh a lot is the whole courtroom scene. Oh, oh, Uh, where they where the like all the stuff that you do gets like sent back to you. Yeah. So there's a there's a certain part in the game where you're being held at trial for quote unquote kidnapping the princess and they call in witnesses. The prosecution calls in witnesses and it's all these people that were, or I guess the defense calls in witnesses too, but all the witnesses are from the very first scene in the game where you're just running around exploring and kind of like getting used to the, uh, the controls of the game and like what to do and stuff. So it's really funny because it holds you accountable for that. Like those earliest moments of the game. And you don't even know it. So I, that's hilarious on its own. But there's this part where you... There, there's a lot of funny things in the game, but I don't know. In particular, like you just steal this guy's lunch at one point. Like If you walk up and it'll be like, oh, it looks like somebody's lunch. Take it. And you can just take it and eat it. <laughs> and that's one of the people that like speaks up against you. But for whatever reason, the lunch in particular just really made me laugh as a kid. I was just like wait a minute, I'm going to be like executed because I stole that guy's lunch. Like that was kind of a crappy thing to do though. I shouldn't have taken his lunch. He was just hanging out. Yeah. He was just hanging out like (laughs) being like nice and polite. And then I see some food on a table and I walk up to it and just take it. And and I'm sure back to haunt me. I'm sure you tried it again. I mean, I think we all did like tried to go through. Well, it now again. whenever I play, I yeah. always do it perfectly. Yeah, because it doesn't I, matter. Cause, well, because I did that as well when I rented it. I tried to go through it again because I thought I like fucked something up. And it's funny because you have you have to run into the girl for it to trigger any of the events happening. So mm-hmm. it's impossible for you to be completely like sin, you know, without sin on that because you do have to run into the to the lady to start the whole thing. But it's like, yeah, they, they it's funny how they check like everything. It's like. Well, did you did you find did you find the cat for the kid, or did you uh-huh. did you go to pick up the amulet before you picked up the girl that you ran into, and all this stuff like that? And I thought that was really. There's funny. a guy yeah. who asked if he could buy the amulet off you, and you and, could say yes, and yeah. you say, and it, you don't even like say yes. You say, well, you're either going to talk to her or not to ask her if she wants to sell the amulet. Yeah. So, like, even that though, it gives the implication that you are selling it later on. But spoilers, it doesn't matter what you do; you still you're still convicted in the, in the trial. So yeah, there's no way to be innocent. I think I restarted it the first time I the, played it the, and tried to be in the jury. Yeah. The jury will work. come out. Yeah. And even if like, I think I've gotten aware just one guilty and all the rest, not, not guilty and still been declared, you know, that whatever the chancellor steps in and make sure that you're convicted. So yeah, it's, it's funny though. I mean, like I said, it's, it was like, I, Exactly like you said, Trey. I thought I really, really messed up and that the game was going to be ruined for me. I guess I could have spent the rest of the game in prison, like doing like chain gang type stuff. But yeah, I didn't know what to expect from the game in 1995 when I played it. But the courtroom scene was incredible. And 
funny, really, really funny. Because most of the things you do within it are just, yeah, they're more f- funny things that are just made overtly serious in a courtroom setting. So definitely recommend Chrono Trigger. Uh, I hear the best versions on the DS. I actually do have that version. I bought it within the last year or so. But, of course, the original version will always hold a special place in my heart. Number five is a game that I played recently, and it's actually the game that gave me an idea to do a comedy episode. It's Say No More. I love this little charming game. I actually it's- actually thought about that game this weekend because I was at my I was at my uh, wife's grandma's house, and uh, you know her her brother was there, and and their and their child who's like two years old, and his favorite word now is no. So I kept thinking of right. that game because everything yep. was it was no with him. It's like, do you want this? No. Will you do this? No. It was just I'm like, no, kid- he said no all the time. It's his favorite thing to say now. So I just kept thinking about the Just Say No game. because, And I'm like, I'm well, sure I, under- my- I understand why your nephew likes it now, John. Because oh, yeah. kids love to say no. Or at least he does. So I showed it to all my nieces and nephews the other day. I mentioned it on the show. And they were all wrapped up in it. They loved it. So I think kids love this game. And adults should love it, too. But the specific moment from this game. If you don't, don't know what the game is, you're running around just saying no to everything. You're sort of, it's sort of, I called it an on-rails knower where people are coming at you asking requests again and again. And you just say, no, 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 no. You can say it in all kinds of silly ways, angry, uh, cold, and um, different variations of no. And so in the first stage of the game, I would say after saying no about 25, 30 times, you're going up the stairs and you reach a closed door. And out of nowhere, the door says, I am a door, 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 door. <laughs> There's no other animate or inanimate objects that speak in the game. It's just this random door that they decided to make speak and say, I am a door. And when it claims I am a door, you say no. <laughs> the door bursts, oh, splinters open, and it says, I am just wood again. That's it. And I thought that was just like such a funny little way to break up the repetition of all the different people come up to you. This random object for no reason makes no sense. And it's perfectly funny. And it, yeah, you just like, you're not a door and the door is like, Oh my God, I'm not. And then, yep. <laughs> and then it's wood. Yeah. So you, you spoke it into existence. It was sure, not a door anymore. You should, sure t- you sure told that door who's boss. I thought it was going to be, I'm not a door. I'm a jar. Uh, <laughs> oh, that, that would have been good. Yeah, I just like that. I like it's funny though. It's like I'm a door, and you're like no, and they're like, oh wait, <laughs> I'm, I'm not a door anymore. That that is that is pretty funny. It's not really what you expect. It's unexpected. unexpected. Yeah, there's a lot of surprises in that game. I recommend it a lot. It's only like ten bucks or something. Yeah, it was on sale for ten. It might be back to like sixteen or whatever it started at. But I thought about it for a second. But then again, I have a lot of games to play that I'm not playing, so I needed to 
I'm like, I don't need any more games. I have plenty. Except for maybe this other one. Maybe this other one, too. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Is that all you wanted to say about <laughs> just say no more? That's it. All right. I'll say no more. Say no more. So I have a my number four is another another fighting game, of course, uh, on here. And uh, I was trying to once again, like I said, I was trying to think of some of the stuff that, like, you know, some of my earliest memories of laughing at stuff. And uh, my and this one, this my my number four is from Mortal Kombat Four on Nintendo sixty four. And Mortal Kombat Four had like you know full motion, well, whatever poly, polygon motion uh, cutscenes in there. And it had like fully acted, whatever acted voiced over endings, which you see people, you know, I've seen people post all the time just because they're so hilariously bad and like the acting's really terrible. And, you know, they don't really, they're like polygon characters. So they just kind of like move around really weird and their mouths don't move and all that. And it's, it's kind of funny. And I thought about this. I also was like, I thought about mentioning the friendships from Mortal Kombat, from the original Mortal Kombat's, just because those are kind of funny, but they were never like, Oh, that's hilarious! Where I would like show it to people, funny. It was just kind of like, here's a silly thing you can do. You know, I didn't really feel like any of them were that funny. You know, and I never really did them because, whatever. You know, but but the endings, but the endings in Mortal Kombat Four were pretty fun. And and there was a code in the '64 one that you could do where you like where you hold like the two block buttons and the you know it'll and then the the voice in the game will like laugh at you and then you can basically beat the game after you beat the first person in the, in the ladder which is pretty cool so then you could see a lot of the you could see a lot of the endings and it was fun because if you when it whenever you beat the game whoever you played against their head like explodes and becomes in, becomes a skull and then they fall into this like bottomless pit and that's like the end of the game and then it goes to your to your ending and if you fight if you fight against Liu Kang, it's hilarious because his head explodes, but his hair stays there. So he like still has this big like this big black like head of hair, but just a skull. And that was like another side note to the funniness of this one. That was like how we would try to beat it with the Liu Kang one because he looked the most hilarious when his head exploded, but his his giant hair still stayed there with the with the skull face on there and all that. But the ending that I thought was the funniest, and there are some really really bad ones. Like there's. I know Jarek's is pretty bad because he kind of sucks as a character anyway. But one of the the one that I liked enjoyed the most was uh, Johnny Cage's ending, and uh, he basically like comes back to Earth to like talk about his victory at Mortal Kombat, and he gets booed, and they throw tomatoes at him, and I thought that was hilarious. And he's like, and he's like, as he's getting shit thrown at you, throwing himself, he's like. He's like, even you, Chris, or even you, Ernie, or whatever. Like he's, you know, it's like he's like calling out his friends who are show who are throwing tomatoes at him while he while he comes back. And I just thought that was a hilarious ending that I just didn't expect. You know, that in Mortal Kombat 4, Johnny Cage had become a total joke. Which if I mean you're listening to this on Patreon, so you can definitely go back and listen to our other Patreon episode where we talked to the guy who played the original Johnny Cage. And he talks about how Midway screw, completely screwed him over from Mortal Kombat 3 and beyond. So I guess this would make even more sense because of that. Because of, I guess, them hating Johnny Cage. Which I don't know why. I mean, he pretty much choreographed all of the fucking moves of the first two games. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it kind of makes even more sense if you go back and listen to the Johnny Cage interview as well. It was just wasn't, it wasn't what I expected. You know, it's like... And it caught me off guard, and I thought it was hilarious. And it was one of those that we would do, we would play and, like, quote, you know, 
of him of him just like you know getting hit by shit and then you know being upset that his friends were throwing food at him and it's just it's just kind of funny i think there's like a trophy they throw at him too or something like that and it's yeah it's ridiculous and of course being 64 animation with the with the clunky like uh polygon characters it's even more hilarious just the way he moves because he's like you know accept trying to accept award and he's still like wearing his like johnny cage outfit you know and i remember i would try to play it there was a secret uh outfit that you could get for johnny cage where he's wearing a suit and i would try to like beat it with a suit so it looked a little bit more like normal but you can do it like with him wearing his blue shorts and all that and, it, and his sunglasses and it looks pretty silly so <laughs> mortal kombat 4 i had so much fun with that game when it came out i know it's for some people, people like rate that low on the Mortal Kombat on the Mortal Kombat list. I don't know why. I had a fucking blast with that game when it came out. I played the shit out of it in high school and in college, and I think it's an amazing game. And it's just it's you know it's the first 3D Mortal Kombat, and it's fucking hilarious. Like all the moves are hilarious. It was the one where you added they added like a move instead of they have like the throw move, but they also added a move where you could break people's arms. You know, like break their arms or legs or whatever. And their arm will, like, break, and then they just kind of snap it back together. And it just has all this ridiculous, like, uh, voiceover work and all that, where the, just the way the, char- the way the characters talk and the way they scream and all that, it's just... I think the whole game is pretty hysterical. So, anybody who's listening to this, go back and play Mortal Kombat 4. It's funny as shit. Wow! I don't know what to say! I guess I can start by thanking all my fans out there. Well, that's enough of the mushy stuff. I mean, let's get real here, huh? When am I going to get some real competition? Come on, don't get silent now. We're out of the cheer. Hey, wait a minute. I'm your number one guy. I'm going to remember this. My number four is uh, another obscure game, but Trey will like it because it was an unexpected moment. Once again, the year is 1995. I'm playing my Super Nintendo. I'm playing a game called Yoshi's Island. Oh, I think I think I know what this is. I actually almost had it on my list. If this is what I think it is, it was almost on my list. I have a suspicion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The level's called Touch Fuzzy Get Dizzy. Oh yeah, is that what you're thinking? Oh no, that yeah. that actually wasn't it. But finish this one, and I'll tell you what I, what I thought from my list also. Even more yeah, there's obscure. Other, there's other funny stuff that happens in here, but uh, yeah, touch fuzzy get dizzy was just in the most part. It, at first, it seemed like a pretty normal level, like it kind of had. Yoshi's Island's really good at most levels, like well, at least start out differently. Like you just see a, a wide variance in like level types, and that's why it's one of the best platformers ever made, in my opinion. But uh, it starts out just being like a fairly typical level that you kind of you know you've played before, and then all of a sudden you get to the halfway point and there's these like basically giant dandelion fluffies floating around. They got little eyes on them. And if you touch one, the whole soundtrack like changes to this really wonky, like like, slow down version and the whole, everything like starts tilting and everything. It's just like, it's a little bit like, yeah, like in Dumbo and, uh, or not Dumbo. Well, a little bit like in Dumbo, but also like in uh, the Pink Elephants. Tokyo. Yeah, the Pink mm-hmm. Elephants. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Of. So yeah. it is Dumbo. Um, the like there's just that parade, whole scene right? where yeah. like every like you, all of a sudden you're, it's just like a psychedelic trip or whatever. And that's how they chose to depict like Delirium Tremor, Tremens or whatever it was. 
which I guess does cause hallucinations, but that's not what you think of when you think of people being drunk, like the the scene in Dumbo. But yeah, this is kind of similar to where like I think it's supposed to kind of make you think like Yoshi's drunk because he's kind of like all of a sudden he starts kind of like wiggling on his legs back and forth and it's kind of hard to keep balance. And he'll start like sliding downhill even though you're standing on like a, you know, a flat surface since the whole world is kind of like moving around. You kind of get the impression that he's going to like slide down into a pit if you're not careful. And uh, you basically just have to avoid collecting them. Oh, and he like farts too. He like eats it. Oh yeah, when he you touch it, it he eats like it eats farts. it, and then he like like does a little poop. Well, yeah, it's kind of like and, it's like when he would poop out an egg, right? But but the egg yeah. just the egg is like your uh, your trip that happens yeah. to you. And I I love the way he moves in this at this part. He like kind of walks on his toes, and his eyes yeah. look really it's very Looney really like yeah. I, I always I don't know if they actually are, but they looked bigger. Like his pupils look bigger mm-hmm. when he when he takes it. It's a very, I would say, like a very, yeah. very like Mary Melodies kind of like moment in the game where you could see a Nintendo kind of like throwing up a tribute to that. I, I think a lot of Nintendo's stuff's definitely influenced by Disney, but this kind of this seemed very Looney Tunes. Touch fuzzy, and, get Disney. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But I loved it, and, uh, and you know, like I said, as a kid, I was just like, "What the hell was that?" And I think it might come back for a little section in one of the bonus levels later. But I don't think t- I don't think the whole fuzzy thing is in there again until like you know that weird random moment they choose to bring it back. But how cool like a 1995 Super Nintendo game? You know that was towards the end of the life of the Super Nintendo. But I just love that they like had so many fresh concepts that they didn't even reuse within the game. And that's kind of become a thing with a lot of the Mario titles. But and, and, this was one of the first I think that was like that. And, and I remember Interesting too that it's a pretty clear. Drug reference. I think it's a drug reference, right? In oh yeah, Mario game. And there's definitely a meme. One of my favorite memes. I mean, touch fuzzy, get games. dizzy. Obviously. Yeah, it's right? like a it's like a Yoshi wearing like a it's a Yoshi wearing like a, a trench coat in an alley, and another Yoshi standing there, and it says, "Hey kid, want to touch fuzzy, get dizzy?" <laughs> <laughs> well, and and also like you know, touch fuzzy, di- get dizzy became like the uh, litmus test for like any sort of port of. Yoshi's Island to anything was that that was how it could how run it how well it could run touch fuzzy get dizzy because that was entirely the super fx2 chip yeah it was like the, it was a special that chip that was on the super nintendo and it doesn't run very it doesn't go very well on the super on the game boy advance re-release no of it, it looks like shit it does not look right at all so anytime there's any sort of port or any version of Yoshi's Island on anything you always got to try touch fuzzy get dizzy and see how the how the wave you know effect or whatever looks on it so it's it became like the the game the thing that you have to play to see like whether it looks like the super nintendo one or not and i don't even know does it does it look okay on the switch version yeah i say i don't think the super nintendo version ever came to the wii u i think the only one you could download there was the game boy advance version yeah played it recently on on nso and it looks good on nso it looks good on NSO. I think like I think the technology has caught up to the times of the fuzzy. And yeah, that but, was a that was a weird thing because yeah, Yoshi's Island wasn't I don't think was ever released as a virtual console game as the Super Nintendo one on Wii. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it was like yeah, it was it, and the, but then it was right. It wasn't on there until it was on the Super Nintendo Mini, right? The classic yeah. Super Nintendo Mini was the it yeah, was the first the time we had seen it. Like that wasn't the that wasn't yep. the Game Boy version. Yeah. But so yeah, pretty fascinating, like you said, uh, a hilarious moment, but also like yeah, you, like you said, a benchmark in a weird way. This yeah. like, it's like this weird psychedelic scene, like 
look up the IGN review for what was it, Super Mario Advance three? Yeah. I think it was was Yoshi's Island. Yeah, look that up and just revel in how they judge the whole game on that one the level. fuzzy part. Yeah. And 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 not to mention the fuzzies, they're basically like balls with hair. It's really weird, like the way they, they look, look like dust boats or you know dandelion. Yeah, like dandelions. Like, yeah, they all, I, the, like thingy. I kind of think they look they look more like just balls with hair, which is its own weirdness, I guess, <laughs> more than the than the like dandelions that you blow away. I don't know. But the, the the thing that I was going to mention, and it's like so, it's like even more obscure than this. And you actually pointed this out to me, Jeremy. And I still think it's funny. It's when you it's when you beat the game and you see Mario's parents and they have their hands out like on the side like mm-hmm. this, where they're like all their their fingers are all spread, and it mm-hmm. just looks funny. It's it's such a weird random thing that nobody would really remember. But look look up that final picture of, of Mario's parents when you when you get when uh, Yoshi returns the babies to them. And their hands look funny. It's it's just all you. I'd can, say all the all, all you the can really see in... is just from like the waist down, but their hands are just like are just like out there and spread, and it's just like mm-hmm. you know, it looks. I don't know. I, I think I, all the bosses had like some sort of humorous element to them in that game, which they definitely kept around. You know, which was really cool. Like you know, Bert the Bashful, I think is the first big boss you fight, and he like his pants are falling down a little more each time you hit him. Yeah, that was pretty funny too. And, yeah, <laughs> and like uh, or like. Um, Yoshi, or yeah, when you fight Bowser, he just wants to ride on Yoshi because he thinks he's like a toy. Okay. He doesn't realize like that's the guy that's trying to like defeat him. So it's a lot of really funny stuff. Great game. Yeah, play for it for sure. free on your Switch if you have NSO. I don't know if you can see that. This is the not really show you the hands. Lower it a little bit. It's at the bottom. No, the, these ones. See the shadows? Other ones down there. Oh, no, it's hard to see. Yeah, yeah there's like anyway. It's uh, yeah, they're. Uh... <laughs> It's it's silly. I can I'll, I'll uh, I can whatever send it to you later or never mention it ever again. But it, it, it's <laughs> it's it's pretty it's pretty funny. For I, it was just something I remember from that game that I was like, oh, that hand part was always weird. So that's what I had to mention on Yoshi's Island. But yeah, Yoshi's Island is a pretty funny game, especially those those bosses are always you know with the with Kamek and the and the uh, potion and all that stuff. It's pretty funny. Like when you go inside the frog, that the, that whole thing is hilarious. I mean, that was my inspiration for Bob's Spicy Meal. Yeah, and also, uh, not to mention, like, I remember you got the Yoshi game on Game Boy. Remember you got it on Game Boy Advance? Mm-hmm. And, like, you lost to the slime. Like, something happened and you lost to, like, that first slime character and it, like, glitched out. Do you remember that? We made jokes about that. I do, and I actually ended like, up... Like, if anybody had ever been beaten by that super easy boss at the beginning of the game, then the game would just not know what to think of it and just die. And just I figured like, out start. how to get yeah. to do that again, because I still have that game, and um, I actually sampled that, and that was a sound. For a while there, when I was early on making YouTube video- videos for the channel, uh, Jeremy's Retro Revival, I would always have that glitchy stuff play at the end, right? Like, when it showed the... Like the links to our website and stuff. Yeah, you used it on there. I used it. It was pretty cool. My number four game is 